Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Outkick Studios, as we roll through the Monday edition of the program, I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. want to say right off the top here of the second hour that I want to welcome in a lot of uh, new affiliates, uh, in particular, Sports Radio 850 AM and 96.5 FM in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, they are back up and running with us, and that now takes us, this is pretty impressive, We are now at 351 unique affiliates in all 50 states across this country. A lot of people listening out there on the podcast, certainly a lot listening on satellite radio as well. But that is a pretty monstrous audience that we have developed over here in the last five years or so. Uh, Welcome back in to people who are listening in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And again, uh, thanks to everybody out there on our 351 unique affiliates in all 50 states. I think they said that they want us to get over 400. So uh, we are rapidly advancing. I think they put out a big press release when we went over 300. So we keep adding affiliates left and right. And maybe this will be the year that we go over 400. I don't know. Trend line seemed good. Maybe it'll be next year. But uh, all of these are trending towards all-time records for Fox Sports Radio. So I appreciate all of you uh, for being uh, listener, listeners right now, wherever you may be, however you may be listening, streaming, podcast, live on so many of our different affiliates. And... I know a lot of you were watching on 
We broke down all of the NFL to start off the uh, the first hour of the program. I wanted to talk some about college football because I am obviously a massive college football fan. And we now have our matchup set for the national title game. Alabama going up against Ohio State down in Miami a week from today. And while neither of the games ended up being particularly close, I feel like they were not close in ways that we did not anticipate. Alabama effectively dominated Notre Dame, right? Uh, they came out, they got up 14-0. I think it was 21-7 at the half. There was never any point in time where you really felt like Notre Dame was a legitimate threat to win that football game. And I thought even Alabama took their foot off the gas a little bit late. Uh, credit to Notre Dame for being able to keep from it being a total disaster. The last time Alabama and Notre Dame played, it was 35 to nothing before Notre Dame hardly had a chance to even know what had hit them. And the game was over, and A.J. McCarron's girlfriend, Catherine, uh, Catherine Webb, I think was her name. Am I getting that right? I can't even remember exactly what her, her name was now. But she became the celebrity instead of uh, anything associated with the game itself. So Notre Dame was a little bit closer there, but the Alabama Crimson Tide, I mean, think about this for a minute. Alabama is now 12-0. and They have 11 SEC wins, and they have now beaten a 10-win team in Notre Dame. They are trending towards, if they were to beat Ohio State, being one of the best teams that's ever existed in the history of college football. And they are so explosive at wide receiver. I was tweeting about this a little bit during the game on Saturday. I want you to think about this for a minute. Alabama could theoretically have Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, who I think is going to win the Heisman Trophy, and Jalen Waddell all at wide receiver this year, which would be, and they had them last year, but that is arguably the best wide receiving core that has ever existed because there's no NFL team that has ever had four first-round wide receivers. This is pretty crazy to think about. The amount of talent that that would represent is pretty much off the charts. And so as you kind of break down everything in that universe – I think it's worth sitting around and asking this question. How much of Alabama's success in the passing game is a function of the wide receivers as opposed to the quarterbacks? And I think there are probably some Dolphin fans sitting around and asking that question after the first year with Tua. Now, I love Tua. I think he makes big-time plays. But has the Alabama offense looked that much different with uh, Mac Jones at the helm? than it looked with Tua? I don't think the answer is that it's looked very different at all. Now, maybe a lot of that credit goes to Steve Sarkeesian, and there may be a little bit of drama associated with Steve Sarkeesian in terms of how exactly the Alabama offense performs now that he has taken the Texas job. And oh, by the way, how crazy was that? How crazy was it that all of a sudden Texas, after they have come out and said, hey, this is our guy, We're going to decide to stick with Tom Herman after all the flirting with Urban Meyer. They then, out of nowhere really, suddenly make the move to give their program over to Steve Sarkeesian and just say Tom Herman's era is over at Texas. And how about Alabama now as the home for wayward coaches? You want to get rehabilitated, whether you're Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian, Butch Jones, or you want to get an opportunity, Kirby Smart, Derek Dooley. uh, I mean, you run through basically the entirety of the list of coaches that Alabama has had, and almost all of them 
end up getting opportunities to be head coaches themselves. It's really pretty extraordinary to think about the extent to which Nick Saban is the developmental arm for so many different head coaches out there in college football. In fact, if anything, I think we are drastically underselling the level of dominance that Nick Saban has represented at Alabama. We've just gotten so used to it. I want you to think about this for a minute. Nick Saban, 14th year at Alabama. He has won five national championships already with now his team playing for a sixth national championship. He has won nine SEC titles, had 33 players drafted in the first round with a bunch more coming in next year's, uh, this year's NFL draft, and has now had 12 assistants hired as an FBS head coach. That's from Field Yates. He put all that together. I'm reading from his tweet. That's pretty unbelievable. The level of dominance that Nick Saban has come to represent at Alabama, I don't believe will ever be equaled anywhere on any level. And the craziest stat to me, and this is a stat that I think beyond a shadow of a doubt is never going to be equaled anywhere. At some point in the time in each season, starting in 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. At some point in each of those football seasons, Nick Saban's team has been ranked number one in the country. Either at the end of the year, either at the beginning of the year, either at the middle part of the year. That level of sustained excellence is unheard of I don't think we're ever going to see the equal of it again. And so I don't know how many more years Nick Saban is going to coach at Alabama, but what is amazing about Nick Saban to me and what speaks so well of his coaching ability is a lot of coaches figure out how to do something and they can never adjust and change the way that they coach. Nick Saban, if you go back and look at the early years when he was winning national championships – It was based on having incredible defenses that almost anaconda style choked out the ability of the offense to do anything. Now, he has pivoted and let Lane Kiffin and Steve Sarkeesian and all of these guys run the offense in such a way that they're trying to score 50 points and the pace of the game is entirely different. And so you can just look at the SEC title game that Saban won 52-46 and say, This is a guy who has recognized that he's going to have to evolve the way he coaches and he can't win games in major college football, at least not consistently, 31 to 10 anymore. Now, you may be occasionally able to do it. You may be occasionally able to win 28 to 17. But nowadays, you have to be able to score 50. It's a little bit like basketball. I always like to say when you make your NCAA tournament picks, I always like to pick a team that has the ability to win with 50 or has the ability to win with 80, right? They can beat you in a ball possession uh, offensive game where there's almost no points that are going to be scored, where everybody's running the entire length of the shot clock, like the way UVA wins, or they can beat you in a run and gun Roy Williams style when he had his best teams at North Carolina, running up and down the court, getting as many possessions as possible. If you can win both of those style of games, your chances of winning the NCAA tournament uh, are increased on a massive level. And it seems to me that is where sort of the storyline is going. 
in college football is that Nick Saban's level of dominance is not predicated on always winning the same way. In fact, he has changed things in a substantial level to put his team into a perspective where they can continue to win at such a high level. So if Alabama, that was all the question about, hey, what's going to happen with uh, this season? How are we going to judge everybody? If Alabama goes out there and beats Ohio State to get to 13-0, and I think there are going to be a lot of people, myself included, who argue that Alabama is as good as any team has ever been in the history of college football. Now, Ohio State went out and won a game that nobody anticipated them winning in that fashion. If they had won a shootout game and it had been close, I think uh, people might not have been stunned beyond belief. But to dominate like they did against Clemson, I think they were down 14 to 7. They were down 7 to nothing. After that, Justin Fields just was on fire and he made himself a lot of money. In fact, and this may be crazy, but I'll be the first person to ask this question. If Urban Meyer ended up the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, as there are rumors out there may occur. If that happened, is there any way that Urban Meyer could choose Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence? We, we've seen quarterbacks, I mean, the head coaches get hired and pick the quarterback that they decide best fits them. Maybe Trevor Lawrence is such an unquestionable number one overall pick that even Urban Meyer with good relationships at Ohio State, he was at that game, he's going to know everything there is to possibly know about Justin Fields. Maybe he's like, hey, Trevor Lawrence just projects so well in the NFL, I'm not even going to consider anybody else. But is it possible that he could consider Justin Fields? And did Justin Fields make himself so much money on Saturday in those performances, I guess it was Friday, on New Year's Day, on those performances, is it possible, as you really break it down, that maybe the Jets are going to have to say, you know what, we can't pass up on Justin Fields. We've got to go and get him, even if it means trading Sam Darnold. Or, if you're out there and you are the Miami Dolphins, how much might the Miami Dolphins be sitting around thinking, hey, we're fortunate, even though we choked against the Bills yesterday, even though we had a chance to get to the playoffs and we managed to choke away our opportunity there, how much might the Miami Dolphins be looking around saying, well, fortunately, the Texans ended up losing that game against the Titans. Thank you. And as a result, we're now going to feel a lot more comfortable about scaring people into thinking that we're going to draft a quarterback so that we can get real value here. Or maybe, look, the Arizona Cardinals changed everything. When they drafted Josh Rosen early and they moved on from him rapidly and they went and got Kyler Murray, that was a thing that never happened in the NFL. You never drafted a first-round quarterback and then the next year drafted another one. Well, look at what happened with Washington. Dwayne Haskins doesn't even finish two years with them. They're potentially going to be back in the quarterback uh, marketplace again. Who knows what the Dallas Cowboys are going to do. There are a lot of moving parts here to me that Justin Fields made a lot more interesting going forward based on the performance that he put forth on 
that January 1st down in uh, down in the Sugar Bowl. I mean, just an electric performance. And maybe some people are going to start to look at Trevor Lawrence and ask a question, how much of his dominance had to do with the fact that nobody else is even close to Clemson in the ACC? And he was just okay against LSU last year. And he was just okay against uh, Ohio State this year. There are at least some questions about how exactly he's going to, to manage going forward. And I think it's interesting and worthy of debate now what exactly might end up happening in the NFL draft. But in the meantime, if you are an Ohio State Buckeye fan, and by the way, don't want to brag or draw attention to myself, but I fought harder for Big Ten football to happen than anybody in the sports media. New York Times had a big uh, Sunday Magazine article asking, was it worth it to play the college football season? Yeah, I think the answer was yes. Zero serious health issues uh, for coaches, players, or anybody that went to fans in college football. It couldn't have gone any better. And now I think we have an iconic matchup that has to have a lot of people very, very excited, um, including me, for a week from now to be able to watch that game down in Miami. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Chews and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome back in. It's the Outkick Studios. Appreciate all of you hanging out with me. Encourage you with the wild card games all set. All the lines were out. You just heard us talking about them. Encourage you to go get your bets in at FanDuel.com slash Clay. If you are a new gambler, up to $1,000 free you can wager. They will refund it if you lose it. FanDuel.com slash Clay. That's FanDuel.com slash Clay. Let me go ahead and bring in a guy who gambled occasionally on the defensive side of the ball, trying to figure out what the offense was doing against him. Sean Merriman, you can hear him at the Lights Out podcast. Fresh off a trip to Mexico, my man. I saw some of the videos. It looked like a good time. Uh, it was a great time, man. Uh, you know, fortunately, I have you know a couple of friends that's placed all over the world, so it's nothing for me to hop on a flight real quick or fly somewhere and go see a couple of people hang out. Especially when we got that downtime, and I, I encourage people to travel. I've been, I mean, I've been doing the same thing. I mean, there's so many people who are hurting in the travel and industry uh, out there. And if you feel you are young and healthy, otherwise, uh, I mean, I went down to Florida, took my family to uh, Universal Studios right before Christmas. Uh, I was talking to you off the air. As soon as the Super Bowl is over, I'm headed down to Mexico to the Mayan Riviera, uh, which I think is one of the most beautiful areas anywhere in the world uh, to be down there for a little while and chill. And so, if you are young and healthy and uh, and you're trying to keep the economy rolling, I think there are a lot of people out there who would be able to, in the travel and tourism industry, appreciate your uh, your business. All right, let's dive into a bunch of questions. How old are you, Sean? 36 now. Thir- 36. So when you see 43-year-old Tom Brady, obviously the positions are different. But when you see him running around on the field making the plays that he is, let's start with Brady. Bucks get to 11-5. and five. I know there's concerns about Mike Evans' health, but Antonio Brown making plays, uh, Chris Godwin, uh, Gronk, that's a pretty explosive offense. They should be able to handle the first round against the NFC East. 
Can they make a run? Could Brady go on the road three straight weeks in your mind through Tampa Bay and make it back to Tampa Bay to play in the Super Bowl? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I've I said it before, and obviously uh, I think the people out there know that I'm a, a natural Brady hater myself. But one thing I will never <laughs> hate on is, is, yeah. is his greatness, man, and watching him uh, and some of the things he's able to pull off. And, and one of the things I always say is uh, guys retire not because they can't play anymore, because they can't recover. Yeah. So him playing this well late in the season after those four, 16 weeks, not really having that much of an offseason, you know, throwing in Antonio Brown in there late in the middle of the season, all these things, man, to me, just watching them just work is, is incredible because you know how hard it is. I mean, God, after my eighth year, or in my eighth year, I was so sore playing on a Thursday night football game. It was just your body goes through it. And for him to still be putting up the numbers that he's doing right now is incredible. And absolutely they can make a run, especially as they're getting Antonio Brown back in the groove right now. Uh, when you look at not only the Bucks on fire, but, man, the Bills put up 56 on the Dolphins. I mean, 56 on that defense. And I know Tua didn't play fantastically well, and Fitzpatrick was out with COVID-related issues. But when you sit back and see 56, uh, the Bills and the Chiefs, I think, are clearly the class of the AFC. But how good are the Bills? I mean, Bills fans have been long-suffering. They haven't had a playoff win, I think it is, since 1995. Is this their year to really make a run? Well, I'll say this. The, the Kansas City Chiefs are the most explosive team in football, right? When, when obviously, when uh, Patrick Mahomes is on the, on the field. But the scariest team to play is the Bills. Uh, the Bills, because it's their type of football that they play, their excitement, their energy, on both, in all three phases of the game. Um, you see guys on the offense side of the ball, when they're not up and on the field and they're on the sideline, you should see them running onto the field when the defense make plays or big special teams play. This is, this is a team right now that's playing um, incredible football because it's, they're rugged. You know, they fight for every inch. Uh, these guys finish blocks and their attitude. And that's the, the scariest part playing guys like this because going into the playoffs, when they have the best momentum and they have the most, most confidence, and you can see it. I mean, you don't put up 56 points. Uh, Dolphins not a bad team, and Tua played uh, terrible, but he's not on the defense side of the ball. So they put up 56 points against a pretty damn good uh, Miami team this year, and I think they're going to continue this on the playoff. Right now, they're the scariest team in AFC for sure. When you, how many times did you play in the playoffs? Uh, see, my first, my first two years, my first three or four, yeah. years, well, four years. So you hear a lot about playoff intensity versus regular season intensity. As a guy who has been there, what does that feel like? Well, you you know, you watch the preseason, right? You see guys just kind of going through the motion and getting loose and getting acclimated. And then that last preseason game, you start to see guys, you know, pick it up a little bit. But my God, that first kickoff, game one, the speed is so damn fast. You're like, hold on, I just seen this team on film, you know, two weeks ago. This not the same team because the speed is that much better. When you get into the playoffs, guys get so scrappy and they start fighting for every damn inch and the intensity, the emotions that go with it. You can't really explain it. Uh, and you see why teams uh, like, the, like the Patriots of, of old, or Pittsburgh, or teams that's used to going to the playoffs, you see why they're so damn good because they realize uh, how they need to pick up. I think that's what some of the teams I played over the Chargers. Some of the, well, the, reason, the main reason why we didn't get a, a, a championship is because we had some guys that didn't understand the level of how hard it is to get to the playoffs because we automatically assume that we're going to get there every single year. And teams 
like the Saints and Drew Brees and the Seahawks and, and, and this one deep in the postseason, they know how to pick that intensity up. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening right now. You want that momentum going into the playoffs to be at, the, at its all-time high. We're talking to Sean Merriman. Encourage you to listen to the Lights Out podcast. The Ravens uh, are playing really, really well. Speaking of intensity at an all-time high, they're now 11-5. and They're going on the road against the Titans. They are a small favorite in that game. Certainly the Titans knocked them out in the divisional round last year. Lamar Jackson 0-2 so far. Both of those games were played at home. How much pressure, if any, do you think he feels after losing in the first round two straight years? And what do you expect to see from the Ravens in that matchup against the Titans? Well, this is the thing. I, Lamar Jackson, we watched him over you know, his, his short career so far. He, he likes the pressure. There's it's it's no doubt about it. He likes the pressure. He likes the ball in his hands. Um, what I hope that don't happen, this has been some of the times that they have lost this year, is that he feels that he needs to go out and make the most exciting play ever every time he touches the ball. He doesn't. He needs to go out and be Lamar Jackson. That ball, he, that long ball he threw today was right on the money. It proved to a lot of people that he has an arm. He can't be accurate. He can't make those big plays. But he needs to understand he doesn't need to do that every, every single snap. He doesn't need to go out and uh, make the big play or use his legs. It's okay to throw to a guy. Uh, a check down right route. It's okay to throw a, a five or six yard out. It's okay to do these things because that's what you need to do in playoff football. As, as soon as he understands that, he's going to be great, man. I mean, he's going to be a great quarterback because he's showing us already he can do it. When you look at the NFC, uh, you've got the Packers as the number one seed. I believe the Saints as the two, the Seahawks as the three. Should the Packers be a substantial favorite in your mind, given that theoretically the road through the playoffs runs through Lambeau? Uh, absolutely. Aaron Rodgers right now, what he's doing, um, you can't even really put it in a word because here's a guy that, you know, they go out and they draft the younger quarterback, and obviously whether they're getting ready to move on for Aaron Rodgers or they, or they brought him in because uh, maybe injury or whatever that reason is. So he's coming in, and, and, I'm, and I'm telling you as a former player, I don't care who you are, you understand the organization got to move forward, but not when you're playing this damn great. So, you know, what he's doing this year, I think, was, was – a big part of that, you know, hey, I, I can still go. I'm still the best quarterback. You know, people, you know, talking about it. He's made several comments about Patrick Mahomes kind of throwing these no-look passes and every time Patrick Mahomes make a big play, everyone's screaming and shouting like it's the best thing he's ever, you know, people ever saw. But what Aaron Rodgers is doing this year is legendary. You know, this guy that, that they didn't draft a big wide receiver. They didn't bring any big-name guys. Devontae Adams is playing exceptional, but no one really expects him to do what he's doing now. And Aaron Rodgers, man, that organization has just been relying on him for so damn long that he's standing up to it. The Jets have fired Adam Gase. Uh, they are moving on, redoing that franchise. What have you seen out of Sam Darnold? Do you think that he is the guy that you go ahead and maybe consider trading that number two overall pick instead of taking a quarterback? Or as good as Justin Fields played, do you try to pretend you're going to draft him, see what the value is? How would you, if you were GM of the Jets, assess the decision they have to make, particularly at the quarterback position, given they have Sam Darnold, but they also have the number two overall pick? You, you always said this. I don't think Sam Darnold's a bad quarterback. I actually think he's a damn good quarterback when he's put into, put into a good situation. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is that when you play for an organization that it's bad across the board – what do we do? We throw the quarterback, you know, <laughs> under, under the bus. bus. Yeah, because, yeah, we, we throw him first because hey, it's his fault. We're not winning because it's him and the whole nine. I mean, you know, I think it's just unfair. We've seen times he's tough as hell. He plays hard. He's a good leader. 
and all these other qualities that he has, I don't. I just don't think unless you have a number one pick, you got a guaranteed Trevor Lawrence, you don't move, uh, you know, and get a quarterback. And that's against Justin Fields. Don't get me wrong. He he, he played immaculate. He, he played great. But I just don't see uh, you drafting him and hoping for the best when you have a quarterback that's more capable of going out there and winning you football games. It is interesting um, as you make decisions. I know there's a lot of people out there who are Chargers fans and uh, and they're disappointed about the way the season went. And who knows what exactly is going to happen in terms of the leadership there. But wouldn't you say overall, if you had known that Justin Herbert was going to look this good, that the season was kind of a success just because of how phenomenal he has played? Well, yeah, for one, if you're a Chargers fan, you have to be excited about the future, right? I mean, you have to. Justin Herbert, man, he's he's fun to watch. He's, he plays hard. Uh, as you see, every time he you know, he ran a quarterback sneak today in the offensive lineman, and people just surround him, man. He has this energy. That's one thing I used to love about playing with Phillip. Man, he used to love to play with Phillip. You knew he was going to fight. You never felt like you were at the game. You know he's going to lay it out all on the line. And Justin Herbert has it, and I think it's even better because he has better mechanics. He's faster, more athletic than Phillip was. So he's just going to be fun to watch, man, for the next five, seven-plus years. He's going to be uh, something, someone that they can base that entire organization around. They can really start to build. So I, regardless of what happens with coaches or uh, moving forward the organization, and there, there, could be, there could be a lot of other movement going on, too, not just with coaches. I mean, it'd be players and, and front office. I think there could be a lot of movement during this offseason. You have to be excited about the Chargers and Justin Herbert. You just mentioned Phillip Rivers. The guy's entire postseason career just oftentimes seems star-crossed. Crazy things seem to happen. Team gets to 11-5. and five. They are sitting around, I'm sure, watching on television when the Titans make a field goal off the upright to win uh, against the Texans. So as a result, the Colts have to go on the road against the Bills. We were already talking about how hot the Bills have been. Any reason that you feel like the Colts can pull that upset off? What would you expect to see in a game like that? I just think right now the, the Bills are the scariest team in football. I really do, and not just because of the 56 points they put up today. I'm just talking about their style of play. Uh, now, the only difference I would say in coming out to this is that the Colts match up well against what the Bills do extremely well. The Colts also, they have a, a very gritty, uh, uh, stingy defense, and they like to get after you. They're linebackers. They like to get, get after you up front. they got great pass rushers. So they can actually do uh, some of the things to prevent Josh Allen from playing excellent. But other than that, man, I, I just don't see anybody – beating the Bills right now, especially this early on where they have this much momentum. Last question for you here. We're talking to Sean Merriman, uh, Lights Out Podcast, part of the iHeart Podcast Network. The Browns get into the postseason after forever. They now are going to have a tough position, tough game, no matter who you get in against. But it's also a very winnable game that's an immediate rematch against the Steelers. What do you think about the Browns' chances to not only be in the postseason, but to pull off an upset over the Steelers? Well, what the Browns have to do is realize that this is just a start, right? I mean, it's been so long that they got there, and everyone celebrating. I know, uh, I know, sure as hell, Cleveland is, but you know, they're they're excited out there, so they have to understand. Okay, this is a start. This is the new norm for us. So as soon as they feel that way, and everyone's not satisfied by them getting in the playoffs for the first time, they're going to be fine. But also. They're, they're, they're a scary team. They you know, play defense well, and they run the ball. 
And when they're doing that, it just opens up so many things for these guys, and it also makes them dangerous. Uh, but if they keep this chip on the shoulder, Baker Mayfield, these guys, hey, you know, everybody thought we shouldn't be here. We shouldn't. We should have never got into the playoffs. We don't deserve to be here. They they find a way to create that in the locker room. They can also be scary to play. Sean Merriman, good stuff as always. Hope to talk to you next week after Wild Card Weekend. Should be a lot of really. This is going to be so much fun. I mean, you got for the first time ever three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday coming up this weekend, and then on Monday night. Ohio State going up against Alabama. That is seven world-class football games. Uh, nice little start for 2021 for a lot of people out there. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of sitting in front of the TV, man. So uh, I'm, I'm prepared for it. No doubt at all. That is Sean Merriman. Appreciate the time with him. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back. We're rolling through the Monday edition of the program. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Uh, We're just talking with Sean Merriman, lights out himself. I told you last week that I thought there were five teams that could win the Super Bowl. And now that we are officially into the postseason, seven AFC teams, seven NFC teams, I'm even more convinced that there are only five teams that can win the Super Bowl. Now, Doesn't mean that you shouldn't be ecstatic if your team wins the Super Bowl. I understand a bunch of you are going to tweet me or email me and say, hey, here's how my team's going to win the Super Bowl, Clay. Here's what has to happen. I understand all that. My team's in uh, to the playoffs, too. We went 11-5 and on the season with the Titans. I think we have almost a 0% chance of winning the AFC, right? You have to be somewhat realistic when you look at the overall situation there. And to me, here are the five teams that can win the Super Bowl, okay? Now, there's a bit of a wrinkle this year in that you have to desperately hope that some of your star players are not suddenly going to test positive for COVID because if that does end up happening, then you could find yourself in a tough situation where suddenly your starting quarterback is out. And I'll ask, by the way, Todd Furman, who's on Fox Bet Live with me every single day, about that in the next uh, the next hour because he's scheduled to join us, wake up early, uh, and break down the uh, the NFL playoff picture as well as the college football playoff picture. So if, for instance, you're a Chiefs fan and Patrick Mahomes tests positive, well, that's substantially different, right, uh, than what you would anticipate with him out or Aaron Rodgers out or any of those kind of situations. So that's the big caveat, the big difference maker here. But to me, the Chiefs, should be and are the prohibitive favorite to win the Super Bowl, to repeat. Hopefully, Edwards Hilaire is going to be back for them, but I think they are better this year than they were last year. I think they've been waiting for the opportunity to play against a high-level opponent So uh, and really get into the postseason almost like the Patriots back in the day. They know they're better than everybody else and they've been playing a lot to the level of the competition and they just want to find themselves in this situation and able to go forward, all right? So I've got the Chiefs as the number one overall seed and the number one most likely team to actually win the Super Bowl. And then I think if you break it down a bit further, I think that the Packers are the second most likely going through Lambeau Field. I've talked about what I think is the significant impact of the home field advantage in that respect. And so to me, the most likely outcome is Chiefs-Packers in the Super Bowl. Those are the two best teams. They have to play the fewest number of games. They, to me, 
are the most likely to meet in Tampa. Then I've got the Bills, who I think you can argue of all the teams that don't have that have to play on the wild card, the Bills are by far playing the best. They put up 56 points on the Dolphins, who were supposed to have an incredible defense. They were absolutely dominant. To me, I think you go with the Bills as the third best team right now in the NFL. This is effectively my final outkick top five, the five teams that are able to actually go out and win the Super Bowl. Then I've got the Saints. I think the Saints, reports are this could be Drew Brees' final year. It would be an incredible way for him to go out on top, much like we saw with John Elway, much like we saw with Peyton Manning. What if Drew Brees were able to join that group and win his second Super Bowl in his final game? That would be a pretty incredible accomplishment. Not very many people are able to do it. Elway did it. Peyton Manning did it. Could Drew Brees do it? Maybe. I've got the Saints as the fourth best team remaining. And then I have got the Seahawks in that five spot. Uh, To me, breaking down Russell Wilson. They got hot late in that game against the 49ers. Those are, to me, the five teams that are capable of actually winning the Super Bowl. And that also is my final regular season outkick top five. The Chiefs, the Packers, the Bills, the Saints, and the Seahawks finishing off that five. Dub, how would you assess that final five? Would you add any additional teams in your mind that are able to actually go out and win the Super Bowl? I don't think so. And it's odd to say that because the NFL is the league of opportunity and most teams feeling like they have a chance. But I think five is the number. And I think the two out of the AFC, Buffalo, Kansas City, and I, I think Baltimore has an outside chance. I don't give them a, a real chance just because of how good Kansas City and Buffalo have been playing, especially the Bills. All year I've been Kansas City as my number one team, but Buffalo is making that a really tight race coming down the stretch as we head into the uh, wild card round this week. Yeah, it, it is kind of fascinating to uh, to think about how exactly this is going to play out going forward. Um, because, yeah, look – If you were outside looking in, could Baltimore continue their hot streak? Yes. Could the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who offensively have become a real juggernaut down uh, the stretch run here, could they get hot? Yes. Could the Titans just throw caution to the wind and just outscore people because they have a top five caliber offense? Yes. Like You can sketch out uh, really positive scenarios for teams that aren't expected to be as good. But I think the challenge there more than anything else is just thinking about all the things that would need to move in a positive direction in order for that to happen. And to me, ultimately, there are only five teams that are going to be able to do it in order. The Chiefs, the Packers, the Bills, the Saints, and the Seahawks. When we come back, we will dive back into the NFL playoff picture. I'll also talk some about the college football perspective with Alabama getting ready to take on Ohio State. A lot of things to be excited about this coming weekend. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, about as good as you can possibly get. And so we will roll right into all that. want to encourage you to get all your bets in. FanDuel.com slash Clay. You'll be glad that you do. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Dive into it while you can. Up to $1,000 free roll 
FanDuel.com slash Clay. Again, the top of hour three, diving back into the NFL playoff picture and the college football playoff picture on what was a wild weekend. Plus, we're scheduled to be joined by Todd Furman to break down everything more. Appreciate you hanging out with us. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.